Adam David Aldridge with The Athletic. Welcome to DC. Um, I wonder what you think of the current roster. I believe that there's a few cornerstone pieces in this roster. I believe we have a lot of work to do, and that's just evaluating everybody. And that's going to start with the coaches. When this coach is coming, we hire a head coach. We sit down together with the personnel department, and we sit down and, and evaluate everything and figure out where we need to be. So that's an ongoing process. I've, I've started a little bit, but we have a lot of work to do, David. It's the Hoffman Show. That, of course, Adam Peters, the commander's general manager, not that long ago, although it feels like ages ago. Now the next step is, of course, getting that coaching staff in because who your key cornerstone players are does depend on how a coach actually is going to use them. And, Anthony, that got us to thinking, as these types of things normally do, uh, especially when our guy Brad Spielberger and Pro Football Focus decided to – Put out their top 150 list in terms of free agents. And we saw Cam Curl, when Brad does this as, as PFF salary cap expert, and again, he'll join us in about 10 minutes. Um, Brad uh, puts a number on everybody, and he thinks that Cam Curl is going to get somewhere between, you know, 12 and 15, actually not 12, uh, like 13 and a half and 15 million a year. Three for 40 to three for 45 is the, is the, the actual number. God forbid I try to do math. Not going to go well. Should have known better. Um, and I, I just look at that. I know they have a, a bunch of cap space and they can create more. But I look at that number and where they are with guys elsewhere at that position and just go, I don't know that i pay that for Cam Curl. And it does make you wonder, like, well, then who are you going to pay for? And so let's run through it. This is going to be lickety split fast. But... Guys that we feel really confident that will be here, I'm going to say in three years, two years, let's go two, that will play the next two seasons in Washington. How many of them actually are there? At quarterback, I think Sam Howell will be on the roster, but he I don't know if you call your backup quarterback at 24 years old a cornerstone piece, but he'll be there. Um, Chris Rodriguez and Brian Robinson, I think, are going to be there. And I think B-Rob is, is as close, is pretty close, I would say, to a cornerstone piece. Third-round pick, doing his job as a starter, really good, getting better. It does, do, like, could I see them, you know, take if Ben Johnson comes in, taking a Jameer Gibbs type of player that's a lot quicker and that guy becoming a bigger deal? Yes, I could. So that's interesting. I think Terry is here. For the foreseeable future. And I do think he is capable of being a cornerstone piece. I think the narrative has almost turned too much on Terry. The idea that he was like bad this year, I think, is overstated. He had stretches of games where he was unstoppable, which is what he does. He had a thousand yards again. He's had one like he is having a Santana Moss esque career. Now Santana had some seasons that were insane. I think he had fourteen hundred yards uh one of his first couple seasons in Washington, if I'm remembering correctly. But, like, Santana played with a different quarterback every single year. He played with 14 different quarterbacks in Washington over the course of his career. I think he was here for 10 years. Um, with Terry, like, you're looking at the same thing. What would happen, God forbid, if he got someone who threw the balls that he was good at, someone who understood how to put him in positions to succeed from a route standpoint, and took advantage of his immense skill set? I think Terry McLaurin can be a building block cornerstone for you. He's also in his late 20s, and we know receivers tend to hit a wall at 30. Jahan, 
I hope he's a cornerstone, but he'll be here for the next two years. Tight end, squadoosh. No guarantees. Armani Rogers comes back, maybe, but I don't know. You, you like he's a second. He's not. He's not a one. Offensive line, Cosme, got it. Check. I think the hope is that Stromberg is as well. Not not a lot there. Um, I think Chris Ball, Sadiq Charles, easily replaceable uh, and upgradable. But Stromberg, third round pick last year. Don't really understand why he didn't play more. Uh, and then Cosme's a stud. That's it on offense, right? So cornerstone, even cornerstone, if we're being super liberal with the definition here, Cosme is like the most rock solid. McLaren, Dotson, Robinson. That's it. That's the list. I don't even know if I will go as far in as to call Jahan a cornerstone. I, I think the other three are spot on. Um, and when I say like corners, well, in my the way I envisioned it, guys that you know we could actually put out there as trade like for uh, for trade value purposes. And I'm mm. not saying I'm out here like looking to trade any of these players, but for the right price, I think. Terry, Cosme, and B-Rod will, will be the only three that will be, like, of legitimate value. Well, B-Rod, you're not getting anything for because he's a running back. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with B-Rod. It has everything uh -huh. to do with the value of running backs. Why would you trade a running back when you can for a running back when you just draft one who's younger and has a, a longer rookie contract mm -hmm. and probably gets similar production even if Brian Robinson's very good? The problem is a lot of running backs are very good. Terry, you could get something of value for. Jahan, probably not. Like, if if you got a third for Jahan, like that would be something to get a third. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not psyched about that. I'd probably rather just keep him and see if I can get better production. Yeah, um, Cosme, you get something for yeah. Cosme. Cosme, you get real value for, but you don't want to because you want to keep him because he's very good at his job. Um, yeah, I, I I also think of it this way: like, which players are you think? Because this is the curl question, right? Mm -hmm. Which players are you willing to pay? You're either currently paying them and you're and you're fine with it. Like, I'm fine with paying Terry what he's getting paid. Yep. He's a really good football player. I'm fine with paying Duran. If John bounces back to what he was two years ago and this year was a, this stupid fluke of an anomaly and a bad defense with terrible edge play and he was hurt, then I'm fine with paying John Allen. And then it becomes like, which guys would you give a second contract to based off the trajectory that they're on right now? There ain't a lot of those guys. And like Cosme, yeah, I'm, I think in a couple years you're willing to pay Sam Cosme. See how much the guard market is. It's always hard to pay a guard, but, you know, unless you want, unless you get like a sheriff situation where Jacksonville like way overpays him, at the very least Sam Cosme is going to get tagged in a couple of years. Yeah. He, he's going to get a second contract of some kind from the commanders. Um, unless he's just a total non-fit with the new system. Terry, you're paying. Jahan's not on track to get a second contract right now at least a size like he'll be in the league but he's not going to get a, any major money yeah um b rob that's tough because he's a running back so even by that standard we've knocked off jahan and we've knocked off b rob on the offensive side it's it, cosme and it's terry yeah and then it's a guy if a guy like stromberg develops could he be on track yeah but there's literally no one else that i can think of are you paying Cam Curl, though? 
So let's get to defense. Oh. Dean line, I'm I'm fine with paying the two dudes that they're paid again. John last year, not psyched about the return on my investment, but I realize there's a lot of circumstances there um, with the foot injury and the knee and all the stuff he was dealing with. Fine. Duran, not as good as he was two years ago, but still very good. Fine. KJ Henry, like as a rotational piece, that doesn't really count. None of the linebackers. Again, I like Jamin. Like, I like Jamin Davis as a football player. I'm not running to give him a bunch of money right now. The only other guy I can think of is Quan. Like, and because Quan is one of my guys, I'm not in a rush to pay Cam Curl. And this sucks because Cam Curl's a good football player. But as we're about to talk about with Spielberger, like the the number of high quality safeties is pretty high around the league. Yep. So if you can get a high quality safety at half the price, why would you pay Curl? And especially like he's not obviously like Earl Thomas Ed Reed level in any way, but especially not the ball hawk game changer type. He's not an elite communicator. He did not do a good job of making his teammates better this year. Cam Curl is excellent at doing what you ask him to do. I don't know that he's he elevates a defense and makes everyone around him better. And if you're going to pay a guy, part of what you're paying him for is so that you can pay other guys less and get good production. You need that rub-off effect. I don't know that Cam Curl has proven that in his time here. Again, Cam's an excellent football player. He deserves to get paid somewhere. With where this team is right now, mm-hmm. I don't know that he's the right guy to bring Forbes and Martin and the, the young guys that just because of their contracts will be here along. I'd probably just rock with Quan, Martin, or sorry, Quan, Forrest, Butler as a rotational piece. If, if I can find a safety that is either worth paying because he has the communication and the ball skills, or another, like I would definitely bring in a veteran safety, but instead of three for 45, let's bring one in two for 12 and get a really good player. Yeah. I'm more interested in that. That's where I sit today. If they re-sign Cam Curl, I'm not going to be mad about it. He's an excellent, excellent football player. But to me, best practice, optimization, I don't think I'm signing Cam Curl. I mean, I agree. And and the the money that, you know, him and I think his Kent was, you know, looking for prior to the season or like going into the season was, you know, top of the market money. And I just That's a no that's a no good. A no go. Yeah, that 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 ain't happening. So, and I do think like this is something else that we're going to talk about with Spielberger. You drafted Quan in case you lost Cam. Yep. You can't keep paying guys that you draft the replacements for. Eventually, you got to do what Philly does. You got to do what San Francisco does. You got to let these guys go. It's hard. Doesn't mean they're bad football players. It's not necessarily personal. It is professional, and it is unique to them. But at the end of the day, like. Eventually, you got to say we can't we can't keep doing this the way we're doing it. It's a bad way to build a roster, and I think Cam might be the first guy who winds up leaving uh, on those grounds. All right, speaking of Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, their salary cap analyst in three minutes here on the Team Nine Eighty.